Welcome, everyone. It's Lessons with Mike again. And it's me, the wife, yeah. Kayla. Kayla, my wife. So <laughs> we have several exciting campaign trail-related episodes coming out. I have just been a lazy, sad man who hasn't been editing them. Uh, but Why not, Michael? Well, because I've been lazy and sad. That was in the sentence. Why were you lazy and sad? I don't know. This is Therapy Lessons with Kayla. No, no, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> so coming soon, the Arnold Amendment episode has been recorded. Very excited for that one. We're also going to be doing the Brian verse mods later on by popular request. But just today, as I'm speaking to you right now, just today, a 2020 Bernie mod has been put out into the atmosphere. And it would be a, a misstep on my part to not record my first ever time playing through it just to see what will happen. Uh, so who knows? The mod might be terrible, but I think I'm I th I'm skeptical that it's going to be bad. I think it'll be good. Are you feeling the burn, Michael? I am feeling the burn. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with history, a little bit of a background. Uh, basically, Bernie won the first three states in the 2020 primaries, and then the entire Democratic establishment coalesced to make sure he didn't win any more states after that. Because which... democracy is dead. Well, you know, technically, if you want to get technical, Biden did win more votes. But if all the other candidates hadn't mysteriously dropped out at the same time and then endorsed him, uh, except for Elizabeth Warren. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens in the scenario. Here we go. Bernie 2020. Ooh. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump face off in a heated 2020 election campaign held in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and nationwide protests. Turnout is expected to be through the roof. Can Bernie Sanders hold together a large enough coalition of anti-Trump voters and working class people to make Trump a one-term president, or will Trump shock the world and win once again? Now, I'm curious as to how um, authentic this mod is going to be, or if it's going to be like... Well, really you know, Kayla, Bernie. in real life, this didn't happen. No, I know, but are they going to keep it like... Because the one mod that we did, I feel like no matter what you did, every single odd was against you. Like you had to play it very, very carefully. In Just order like to in real life, win. you got to be very careful. Mm. All right, here we go. Let's pick our running mates. Our choices are Amy Klobuchar, Tammy Baldwin, Tim Ryan, Jeff Merkley, Julian Castro, Elizabeth Warren, Tulsi Gabbard, and Roy Cooper. Oh. Well, I got to go with Roy because I am. You're thinking uh, so. Well, yes, we live in North Carolina, so we have to pick Roy. Well, I guess so. We but, love Roy here. But Tulsi. No, we're not going to pick Tulsi. Tulsi. Roy Cooper is the current one-term governor of North Carolina after being its attorney general for 16 years prior. He is much more moderate than you are, which some may say can help balance the ticket and unify the party. Some progressives may be a bit disheartened, on top of many wanting you to choose a minority and or a woman. North Carolina is expected to be a swing state, so Cooper can give a very important boost. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in real life, probably not a good idea to pick Cooper because, you know, he just barely won re-election in 2020 as governor. Uh, you know, most other Democrats in North Carolina did not win. He was able to squeak by. And, you know, I was able to sleep soundly on election night, even though the main race hadn't been called because uh, Cooper was able to win. That's fair. Quick question. Have you already played this? I have not played this. This is my first time. I stated that in the beginning. Oh, it really is? Yes, Aww. it really is. I'm not lying to you. I would never lie to my audience, and especially not to my wife. Okay. But so... uh, we're going to pick Roy. Okay, you have to. Yeah, got to. We live okay. here. Got to do it. Probably not the to. smartest choice, but I feel no, like I have to. No, I think to. Tulsi would be the smartest choice. No, I think Tulsi would be a silly choice. We're going to go with Roy. We're going to play on normal difficulty, and here we go with the first question. 
You're about to deliver your acceptance speech at the Wisconsin Center in Milwaukee with a virtual audience. What will you say? Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to try and do a this voice? This is... No, I could never. Um, this is uh, acceptance. Bernie's that... acceptance speech. In this, in this world, you've won he won. The... Yeah, he the won. nomination. The yes. nomination for the Democratic Party. Yes, that's you got to be specific, man. They can't read. They can't see the screen. The people who are going to listen to this, I'm sure, are very familiar with not only American politics, but also the game itself. It's very niche. Niche. Well, excuse me. Niche. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> option one, we're going to create a democratic socialist agenda for America, including Ooh. free public college, universal health care, Green New Deal legislation, and many more. No. This election is a battle for the soul of America. If that, that's exactly what Biden said. Yeah. If Trump is president for four more years, our country will go down the darkest path in history. We have a president who has not handled COVID-19 effectively. I will do what is necessary to combat the virus and get daily Americans back on their feet and back to normalcy. What is a daily American? I don't know, minor <laughs> grammar issue, but I think that's funny, so no big deal. I will be a president for all Americans, no matter your race, religion, gender, or orientation. I will be a president for you. I think we should go with the democratic socialist agenda. No. You don't think so? What should we that's say? That's so extreme. We wanna try and get some of the independents. Let's try. I don't think the independents have a whole lot of value. Which one would you like to try? Let's do. Soul, we'll just do what Biden said. Yeah. Soul for well, America. Well, I was going to say, um, let's call out the COVID-19. Let's call it out early because okay. this is in the depths of COVID-19. Like, that was a serious issue. People have issue. been calling him out the whole time. But, yeah, we'll call him out for the COVID-19. Yeah, we'll say that. Mm -hmm. Everyday Americans appreciate the speech about the pandemic. And the speech is a great way to attack the president while giving your plans as well. For the advisor feedback, our advisors are Ro Khanna. And I think that's Tommy Loren. Why? Which is a really, really peculiar... Oh, there are advisors. I never got that before. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, question two. What theme will emphasize most as you campaign? We're going to defeat COVID and get America working again, listening to the CDC and Anthony Fauci to give us the help we need. We need to build a country where all citizens are equal, and before their fellow man, we need to make sure rights are expanded and secure and fight off any efforts to take them away. Donald Trump has assaulted our most vulnerable citizens, given away billions in tax breaks to the top 1%, alienated our allies, and utterly failed to address the COVID-19 and policing crises. crises. He must go. We need to create an economy that works for the people and for our country. We need to raise taxes on the rich and powerful, bring back jobs, and protect our jobs. I like the last two best. Uh, I think, think, you know, Bernie's not a very mean person. He's a very nice guy, so it's not like him to be, you know, Trump bad all the time. He would yeah. say that occasionally, but I think he'd mainly talk about the policies. So we're going to go yeah. with option D. I'm good with that. The economy is a key issue. You may have the upper hand and these positions, while similar to the president's, could help tremendously in the Midwest. Hmm. You, you might not have known that, Caleb, but Bernie and Trump are uh, both in agreement that trade deals bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people I, don't I, know I, that. No. So, yeah. 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 There's, that's the interesting thing about Trump. So some like one or two or three of his policies, I think, are are accurate. Like they're they're. Yeah. They're good. But then the way that, that he goes about, like... I wouldn't say he has policies. I say he has ideas. conveniences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for example, he suddenly became this pro-anti-abortion uh, person out of nowhere. Uh, you know, just, you know, when the evangelical movement. Yeah, when we know 100% with the amount of affairs that he's had. Well, let's not jump to conclusions. That's libelous. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no. It's, it's slander. Very... libels and proof. It's slander. Which you would know if you had seen the Spider-Man movie. What? I There's a scene see... where J. Jonah Jameson says, that's not slander. In print, it's libel. That's true. Oh, yeah, you did no. see that. Yeah, I did see it. 
Anyway. Anyway, I guess we could just an out. example I was wanting to throw up there. Where would we, I think we should campaign in North Pencil- Carolina. North Carolina, why what do you not? Think? Fifty-one forty-seven. Let's go. Let's use our Roy. Roy is bait. <laughs> yeah. An outbreak of COVID has led to a wave of stay-at-home orders and business closures. How will you campaign? We should continue to have big rallies in arenas, parks, and public places. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to hear our message. We won't let the pandemic stop us. That is what Trump did, and if he had not done that, he probably would have won uh, because realistically, many it just a few thousand votes in a different direction, uh, then he wins. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you look at the statistics, a lot of people died from COVID. If slightly less people died from COVID, and a percentage of those people that didn't die would have voted for him, it would have been different. So potentially, yeah, just an idea, you know, something mm-hmm. to think about. I should be out there talking to the people. A good way to do it is to drive in rallies. Everyone can come out and hear me talk. I'm going to listen to our medical experts and stay at home. There are plenty of ways to get the message out on TV and social media. For the most part, I'm going to campaign from home, but I do want to make some speeches on the most important issues with very limited crowds. Uh, the last one? I'm thinking the last yeah, one. It's yeah, it's the most moderate. Limited it... crowds and, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't want to be basement Bernie. Can't have that. Mm-hmm. Is a moderate answer, and you're seen as respecting the medical expert experts while also coming out and talking to people. Some are skeptical. Well, they can be skeptical. You have a right to be skeptical. Yeah. Uh, your skepticism will soon proved to be unfounded your closest rival joe biden is going to be meeting with you to discuss policy what tone are you looking to strike i'm prepared to give him some significant input he ran a very good race and said a lot that resonated with the people we appreciate his support i did win while narrowly but i'm sure they'll know to pivot to me who authorized this meeting did i authorize this meeting we're telling joe biden he'd better fall in line we have an election to win <laughs> he's a little old man they're both little old men <laughs> It's very important for our party to remain united and put up a united front. That's a two-way street. I'm sure we can both find some common ground. Uh, so they actually really got along. Yeah. Uh, if they, if Bernie first. had been more, you know, aggressive in the primaries, things might have been different. But he's too nice of a guy, and we love it. We love that he's a nice old, yeah, older man. He is so. I think what realistically he would do is give him some significant input because yeah. he's an important guy. Yeah. 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 This lets your core supporters down a little bit, but it's smart to unify the party. Well, you don't win on just your core supporters. Yeah. So Especially on. not like at yeah. that time, there were very, there weren't that many. So uh, we're not going to do a lot of campaigning in Florida uh, because even in real life, even if you aren't aware of the future that happens when, you know, Florida shifts a little bit to the Republicans, uh, Bernie is already not doing very popular in Florida, especially amongst the, uh, the Latino community due to some uh, some comments. We need to try to get the heavy swing states. Yeah, so I think if we win these states up here, we should try Ohio. Mm-hmm. See what happens. And you know, maybe if we win in Ohio, it'll help uh, help some other races too. President Trump has been repeatedly attacking you as socialist, as a communist. What do you say to address this? I will admit there are a lot of problems with capitalism that can really help the rich and powerful and could leave impoverished people behind. We need to give everyone their fair share. Capitalism won't always get the job done. Russian communists are far, far different than I am. They came from authoritarian regimes seeking to dehumanize people, imposing propaganda, and controlling the daily lives of citizen. That is not of citizens. That is not America, and Trump is a wannabe authoritarian. Take a look at his election claims, his impeachment, and everything else he's done throughout his presidency. People need to realize when I say socialist does not mean communist. My agenda includes universal health care, free public college, strict environmental legislation, taxes on the rich and powerful, and so much more. Huge difference between democratic socialism and communist authoritarianism. I feel like the last one, while authentic, people are dumb. Yeah, people, people are dumb. They're yeah, gonna people think. People aren't gonna realize. Yeah, uh, the the top one is just you know dodging it. Yeah, uh, the middle one, you're coming out against Russia and Donald Trump, so why not? Let's yeah, go with this middle let's one try it. because you know it can't be too authentic, unfortunately. It's a strong attack on the president, but the attacks against you unfortunately stick. Your your attack, however, neutralizes the situation. Okay. Good. We cancel so each bad. other out. Mm-hmm. Will you focus on Trump's 2019 impeachment? 
Trump fragrantly broke the law and shouldn't be president. Of course, I'm going to bring that up. We have our what did difference. You say? Did you say fragrantly? Fragrantly. Flagrantly. Fragrantly. Fragrantly. It's not like a fragrance. It's not like a scent. You're fragrant. It is now. Flagrant. Nope. Flagrant. It is now fragrant. <laughs> no. He fragrantly broke the law. No. We might have our differences, but I can't say whether I think this impeachment was justified. I'm not going to spend the campaign focusing on 2019 issues. We need to talk about our plans to fight COVID-19 and rebuild the economy. Mm. I think that's the most reasonable yeah. answer. Yeah. Because, you know, he, you can't come out against to, it. Yeah, because yeah, he has very strong support. The general public appreciates this, considering there are more important issues. That's mm -hmm. the spirit. There we go. Okay, Ohio tilting blue. We're tied. California is, like, vibrantly blue. It's incredibly like bright. <laughs> It's not even close. They're like shining bright, now, like a diamond. <laughs> Biden, Biden was able to win Arizona and Georgia. Let's mm -hmm. see if we can do the same. We're down okay. two in Georgia. Let's see what happens. What do you have to say about selection of Roy Cooper? What makes him the best choice? He is someone that will bring the moderate and progressive wings together. Furthermore, he can help compete down south where we're quite weak this year. Roy has served in North Carolina very well as attorney general and governor. Governor and has the experience to create changes to a country and its leadership. Uh, we're going to go with the second one. Or, the first one. Yeah. yeah. Moderate and progressive wings. Unite the party. Yeah, helping Because if you if you highlight North Carolina, the North Carolinians are going to probably yeah. feel like we, we get a little prideful. Yeah. It's, it's what we do. It's Democrats true. are happy about this. While it may dishearten progressives, just be sure to put him to good use. Oh, we will. We're we will use him. We're going to. Well, you know, everyone is a, is a utilization. Yeah, for everybody's a pawn. <laughs> no, no, not everyone is a pawn. Some people are pawns. Some people are knights or rooks or bishops. You know, everyone mm. has a different usage. What are your thoughts on the death of George Floyd and the wave of Black Lives Matter pro Black Lives Matter protests? Oh, Bernie was marching back in the what nineteen. Many people were. Bernie was arrested for uh, uh, protesting against segregation. Yeah, we're going to be day. strong about this because otherwise it's going to seem inauthentic. So whatever. The I'm challenge. proud to stand with Black Lives Matter in the wake of this. We need to fight the root causes of Black poverty, defund the police, and fight for equity. Being a police officer is one of the hardest jobs there is, but they got it very wrong here. I have every confidence that Hennepin County will take the appropriate action. This case is no excuse to the rioting and disorder we're seeing in many large cities, which is no way honors George Floyd. I definitely condemn this. This looks like an appalling misuse of police force, and incidents like these are the reason Black, Black Lives Matter exists. I'm proud to do my small part to support the peaceful protests happening right now. Boom, that covers everything. Yeah, the first one. That covers everything. Let's go. This satisfies the base as well as some moderate voters. Let's go, moderate voters. Ooh. North Carolina, we're tied. Let's go. Okay. Iowa, we're no longer winning in. We're down by two. Georgia, down by two. Arizona, down we gotta, by one. We make some strong waves. To what extent do you support emergency legislation? We need to put $2,000 in the hands of every American, and we need to put it forward truly a substantial relief package for our struggling small businesses oh absolutely that's what joe biden did yeah but it worked it did work yeah, yeah. I, i'm very happy i got my check mm -hmm. we need to extend and explain unemployment we need a second round of stimulus payments the economists are clear trump and mitch are holding up legislation that will give benefits to the population we need to change this and i'm the one that will change it along with the democratic congress I'm going to be taking a hard look at economic conditions for my first day and recommending the appropriate action from there. No, we need 2000, to talk numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's something they all were pushing Everybody. for. Mm -hmm. This is a strongly appreciated amongst the public and especially among business owners. Let's, let's go. Look at the, let's look at the map real quick. Map. I want to see how that affected it. Uh, it affects it pretty well. We're up in North Carolina. We're up in all the Midwestern states. We're only down by two in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Down Give by two people in money. Georgia. We're only down by seven in Texas. Mm -hmm. Only down by one in Arizona. So things are doing well. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the game. We are now on question number 10. What are your opinions on the expansion of mail-in voting and early voting in this election? Do you have any concerns? Election integrity is a serious issue. 
we need to work on a reasonable compromise between making it easy to vote while ensuring our elections are secure. It's a shame it takes a global pandemic for us to get serious about the right to vote. The future of democracy demands we protect the vote, and I intend to push for legislation to do just that. Anyone can see we have special circumstances this year. If I'm elected, I will appoint a commission to research which of these measures were effective and what we can do differently in 2024. Mm -hmm. There are perfectly reasonable measures to take that will save lives in the midst of a global pandemic. It's a shame Republicans, including Trump's Postal Service head, are undermining the process. Uh, right to vote. You got to go all out on the right to vote. People love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and future of democracy. Mm-hmm. Get some fear tactics. Progressives are very happy and appreciate your strength because we got to, we got to, the base. Mm-hmm. Can't forget the base. We love the base. We do love North the Carolina, base. we're now up by two points. Ohio, we're only down by one. Georgia, we're down by one. Let's go back to Georgia. As president, would you implement policies such as a lockdown or mask mandate? This shouldn't be a political decision the president makes. It should be based on the science. The CDC doesn't recommend this, and I will not. And I will respect the decisions Fauci makes. We're not going to have a national lockdown. This is a state and local issue and should depend on how conditions are in those areas. The right wing is only saying this to fearmonger and distract from their utter mishandling. If everyone wear a mask, rate of transmission would drop by a lot and we could all together beat the pandemic. 100% if we don't see the level of deaths and cases go down, we need to do whatever it takes to control the virus. Mm. Uh, we don't want to lock people down. We don't want to say leave it all to Fauci because mm-hmm. uh, that shows... we. We're just, just going to say we're not going to have a national lockdown because that was very – because some places, mm-hmm. even, you know, some places like rural rural was Wyoming doesn't need to be locked down. Like it's a rural area. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So we're going to blame it to, as a distraction. Yeah. Yep. You're successfully striking a moderate tone. Many of your core supporters want a stronger stance on COVID prevention. Too bad. What is your position on the need for a federal infrastructure bill and how large should it be? $2 trillion bill to rebuild the roads, develop transit and green energy, and repair critical human infrastructure needs as well. We must mm-hmm. move forward. We need to worry about beating the COVID pandemic and protecting the right of every American to have their vote voice heard at the ballot box. Those will be my first priorities. Infrastructure bill pretty soon. It's going to be $500 billion or more. We're going to put people to work. We're building the roads, bridges, ports, and power grid. One of the first things we're going to do is make a full assessment of the infrastructure and where we need to improve. Once we have that, we can help pass an informed and targeted bill. Yeah, no, you got to go big. Got to go big. Mm-hmm. Fix the roads. Because even Biden did that. Mm-hmm. Got to go big. People like Infrastructure this. is fairly popular, especially among Democrats. It's rather big, and some may say by too much. That's eh. eh, fine. We'll be yeah. fine. Okay. North Carolina? Yeah. Texas? Man, Ohio's tied. Texas, we're down by five. Florida, we're down by five. Let's stay in North Carolina. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's tragic passing. It appears Republicans are poised to place another conservative judge on the court. What are your thoughts? We can sit around all day worrying about tactics. Facts of the matter is we need to win. If Democrats did a better job of appealing to all Americans, we wouldn't be in this predicament. This is a naked power grab by the Republicans, Trump, and Mitch McConnell that puts the integrity of the court in serious jeopardy. It was just four years ago McConnell took the exact opposite position. I'm warning Mitch McConnell right now. Either he can back off and wait until this election is over, or I'll do everything in my power to expand the court. That's something I think Biden should have done but did not. Uh, you can't just let Mitch do whatever he wants yeah. without consequence. Mm-hmm. We got to go Back big down. on this. Mm-hmm. Like we'll keep the status quo, Mitch, but you mm-hmm. have to you have to do the same. And I think he's older than him, so he has to have like some sort of respect level. What? They're this but Mitch is older than Bernie. Is he really? Yeah. Come why? Or maybe not. I don't know. They're, they're, all, they're everyone's so old. Yeah. Oh my god. Everyone is rather old. <laughs> so most of the general public agrees, except the most hardcore Trump supporters. That's fine. They're never going to leave s- them. <laughs> he could shoot someone in Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Wouldn't lose any support. Next question. We're in question Sad. 14, about halfway through. Do you support the plans to expand the size of your Supreme Court? 
Absolutely, we can't sit here and play by the niceties of a bygone era where Republicans steamroll us and prepared to appoint four new justices. It's a very serious issue and the integrity of the court is at risk. We're going to create a commission when I'm elected to recommend ways to reform the court system. The court has had nine justices since 1869. Any attempt to change that is sure to destroy the court's legitimacy even further. Fair is fair, right? The Republicans have stolen two seats in the court with McConnell chicanery. I think we should create two new justices and appoint them in return. Mm. Uh, I think we should do the absolutely because it says we're prepared to. It doesn't say we will. And going with our last answer, you know, if that's what happens, that's what happens. See, I was, I was. What were you thinking? We can go with. I was thinking um, the more serious issue, and we can create a commission. I think that's incredibly moderate. What is a com? Okay, if you say so. Well, I, no, I want you. I want to hear your feedback. Argue with me. Make make your argue, point. My point is this: there's a com- a commission isn't going to do anything. You can sit around all day on committees and commissions and subcommittees and but subgroups. Mike, think about your average American. Your average American is going to look at that and think, "Oh, he actually cares." No, your average American will say, "Wow, he's copping out by doing." I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm not. I the, don't know. I don't think either of us are the can, average. We we'll go with yours. One. We'll go we with yours. Do, no, no, nope. Too late. This is the party line, and one that wings all wings of the party will appreciate and get behind. See, okay, the average right. American. Mm-hmm. We are down by four points in Texas and five points in Florida. North Carolina, we're tied. Georgia, we're down by one. Arizona, we're tied. Iowa, tied. Uh, we got to win okay. North Carolina. Okay. Got to do it. What is your reaction to the news? Trump has been hospitalized with COVID nineteen. We're praying for a full recovery, but we've seen time after time how Trump has dis- disregarded the medical advice. I'm not surprised at all. He has totally disregarded the science and he did nothing about the pandemic. This is what will happen to someone who doesn't follow the guidelines. You know what? This guy has been so selfish and irresponsible. He deserves this. He's been warned time and time again. (gasps) So he had it coming. I mean, that's what you can say in your head, but you don't want to say that to the general public. (laughs) Jane and I are preparing for a full and speedy recovery. Sometimes politics needs to be put aside for the good of the people. I'm sure Walter Reed will care for him well. That's the hospital he went to. That's a subtle jab without getting too political. I like that. Yeah, I like it as well Mm -hmm. because you're mentioning he's got the best care. Mm You know, if he wasn't the president, he likely would not have survived because he got experimental treatments. He got all the special stuff regular people surely would not have gotten. Yeah. But this is a good non-political response. Some of your core supporters may not agree, but the general public does. Okay. Are you open to attending the customary three debates? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Without a question, we will show up. The debate was an absolute shit show. What? <laughs> there was the most yelling, disrespect, interrupting, and attacking in debate history. But you did seem to be slightly more presidential, so you score some points there. Oh, well, that's anybody. Look, I remember that first debate. That's that exactly how That was the first time I had been following politics for years. And I was, I, I, it's fun. I enjoyed it. I wasn't having fun. Mm-hmm. That was just sad. Yeah. That was just depressing. And here's the thing. It wasn't even political. It was just like seeing somebody bully somebody else. It was... It was just disgusting. silly. It wasn't fun at all. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, though, our debate has put us in the lead in Ohio, put us in the lead in Iowa, mm-hmm. lead in North Carolina. people are tired Let's, uh, of the nonsense. Yeah. 47-51 in Florida and Texas. Mm-hmm. Back to Georgia we go. How you plan to undo the immigration policies President Trump championed? We're going to be fair but tough. We need to protect our jobs. Keeping immigrants out and separating families is not the answer. We're going to undo many of these from day one, and I plan to make a strong push for an immigration reform bill that can help us deal with the backing of asylum applications, backlog of applications, and bring some of the undocumented out of the shadows. One of the greatest human tragedies is the situation on the southern border. We will stop stop separating families, and we will do whatever it takes to reform our immigration processing in a sensible and humane manner. Nobody can deny the situation on the border is a problem, one that we take very seriously. I'm going to do everything I can to resolve the issue. Mm. That's too vague. You can't say that. you can't. 
Here. I like the the second to last. What do you think? Greatest human tragedies. Yeah. That'll really pull it out to him. And yeah, separating kids from families is I mean, just even silly. Melania went there. I remember that. Melania She went wore to a the jacket border. that said, I don't care. Yeah, but she also went to the border. Well, the way I see it is this. Like, if you're going to deport people, you can't deport some of the people. Like, if you have a family of illegal Im- of uh, people that cross the border, you can't just send the parents back and keep the kid. Mm-hmm. you got to send everyone back. That's really disturbing, Unless actually. you see some evidence of, you know, a reason the kid... You yeah, can't, like... I don't know. I don't God. know. Anyway, next question. Let's see how this one did. There's a strong answer that's slightly out of the mainstream. It does appease progressives, but not as much with swing voters. No big deal. Increase in Asian American hate crimes, along with the rise of COVID and the inflammatory statements of Trump. What do you think? Asian American hate needs to stop right now. I am pleading with all Americans to look into their hearts and ask what they can do to help. These attacks are wrong and should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. At the same time, we need more answers from China. Millions of lives and trillions of dollars have been lost, yet they continue to block any serious investigation into the origins of this virus. Reasonable, intelligent people should be able to distinguish between criticism of China and criticism of Asian Americans in the United States. It's very sad and unfortunate that some can't understand this. We need to do everything mm. possible to prevent this. I really hate that wording. Yeah. Trump's willingness to inflame racial tensions and spread disinformation about China and the coronavirus is appalling. There's a direct relationship between his actions and the increase in the attacks we've seen. Uh, the first one? The first one is nice. That's what he would probably say in real life. Yeah, like it's... And I think that's what he would say. Yeah, and I think that's... It is that absolutely that's... absurd. They were targeted... Uh, older Asian men and women were targeted. Yeah, it's absurd. elderly people. And it's it did ridiculous. Nothing. I can't... Yeah, I... Well, I, even I... if it did something, it's still mean. <laughs> You can't just beat up old people. Yes, but well, here's the thing: like, even they didn't, but they didn't do anything. Like, it just it blows my mind that even happened. I remembered when that was happening. It's still happening. Really? Yes. I don't watch the news because it makes. I don't me watch sad. the news either, but I imagine it's still happening. People need to just stop being stupid. People are dumb. That's what we've learned today. <laughs> Next question: The Democratic base likes to hear this, especially those concerned about racial tensions. Doing uh, good in Georgia, doing uh, tied in Ohio. We're up pretty good in North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. You know, we can't, uh, we can't. Uh, I'm worried about those. Michigan, yeah, the, we, yeah. Let's go to Wisconsin because gotta, gotta can't, uh, can't repeat previous mistakes that other candidates made previously. Recent, <laughs> I'm talking about Hillary Clinton. Recent <laughs> articles have discussed Donald Trump paying no federal income taxes or having a secret Chinese bank account. Do you want to emphasize this? If there was ever a real investigation of Trump's practices by the IRS or the FBI, he'd probably be in prison. This president has broken the law. People know all about Trump and his dozens of scandals. I think we're better off talking about solutions to the COVID-19 crisis. Mm. It's part of a balanced strategy. We're going to attack Trump on his tax shenanigans. We need to make sure our main focus is on the substantive issues. I say the middle one. Of the middle one? Yeah. We're not going to... If that's think? what you want to do. No, what do you nope, think? we're going with I yours. Wanna... Some anti-Trumpers are upset, but it's good to talk about your plans. Personally, I would have gone with a balanced strategy, but I can't get all the answers. You got to help me out here. We're a team, a TM. TM. That's uncomfortable. That's how you spell team. TM. Anyway, ad break. <gasps> and we're back to finish up this round. Uh, have we ever won an episode we've recorded? I don't think so. I don't so. think we have. <laughs> we're really Well, bad spoiler alert, managers. spoiler alert now. We may have won some that haven't been released yet, but you'll have to wait to see. Hopefully we'll win this one. Mm. What are your views about the relationship with China? And will you fight to bring back and keep keep jobs? As much as we need to protect our jobs, we can't be having these pathetic trade wars. America should work on its manufacturing to become competitive. Trump's destructive trade war has set our relationship with China back 15 or 20 years, and that's ignoring the racist comments he made over COVID. 
our global economy depends on healthy trade and good relations between China and the outside world. What we've seen recently in Hong Kong and Zhejiang, Xinjiang, Xinjiang. Mm-hmm. What we've seen recently in Hong Kong and Xinjiang, we can no longer afford to be naive about where China is heading. I will aggressively continue our policy of pivoting to Asia to contain the rising influence of China. Our relationship on China depends on China. If they show a greater willingness to cooperate, we can rebuild our relationship from the damage Trump inflicted. Mm-hmm. If they continue to act in a hostile manner, we'll react accordingly. You can't say things like that. No. You can't. That's you can't even hint about going to war. Yeah, uh, no. War equals bad. It is yeah. shocking to me that anyone has a different opinion. But war equals bad. <laughs> so we're going to uh, blame it on Trump. <laughs> Trump's destructive trade Trump's war. Trump's destructive yeah, trade yeah, war. Yeah, because he doesn't like trade, right? This is a bit of a pivot, as you've been a well-known protectionist. Yeah, I know it's a bit of a pivot, but uh, eh, it'll be fine. When it's not too much of a pivot. All right, Georgia. Let's do Georgia. 49-49, mm-hmm. let's go. Some of your supporters aren't too happy with the choice of Roy Cooper. Some wanted a woman or a minority. Others wanted someone more progressive. What would you say to reassure that Cooper is the right choice? Cooper's feminine enough. <laughs> I don't think he's very feminine. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. He's he. I don't think so. But anyway, Cooper is very strong on social issues, and his geographical advantage is too important for us to turn down. North Carolina and the Southeast would give us the win. Here's the thing, everyone. We need to bridge the divide between my support and Joe Biden's united front to defeat Trump. And Roy can help with that. Top like answer. That. Cooper is very strong on social issues because he is. Yeah. He is very, very good on social stuff. That is true. But I like the wording of the second one. It's all about Well, you got the last one, so I'm getting this okay. one. Progressives are worried, but they appreciate Cooper's positions on the economy and understand the importance of the upper Midwest. Or lower South. I think there's been a mistake, but that's all right. Which gun control measures do you favor? Which ones do you oppose? We need to look at whatever we can to take guns off the streets and reduce the level of shootings and murders. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push for any kind of assault weapons ban, background check, or other legislation we can get. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fun fact, Ronald Reagan, George Bush the first and Jimmy Carter all signed a letter uh, about urging Congress to pass the assault weapons ban. It it was actually banned for a number of years. Yeah, there was like a 10-year ban on assault weapons. And Mm -hmm. that's something that we need to implement again. Temporary bans. Just because I think people can get behind that. Let's do a temporary temporary. ban. See what what the results of the temporary ban are. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're confiscating. A temporary ban on new purchases. Yeah. And then we can see the results. If it is successful, then, you know, you would think it would continue. But who knows? It was successful. They've proven that. Well, you know, there's all kinds of factors. Well, who, who really uh, knows? Factors, Kayla. Stupid people. The right-wing media wants to present me as some kind of gun grabber when that couldn't be further from the truth. My only crime is not parroting the NRA's every last word. If you look at the mass shootings we keep seeing, assault weapons are responsible for 90% of the problem. Everyone wants them banned except a small group of extremists, extremists, extremists. and the NRA lobbyists who have bought the Republican Party wholesale. Wow. Uh, I think we need to start pandering to, not pandering, but like. Pivoting to the conservatives? Absolutely not. No, 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 not pivoting, but like having a more. Moderate approach. Yeah. I think anyone should like reducing the number of murders. Yeah, but, you know, gosh, this is hard. This is hard to phrase it so that people who are more extreme and less educated will understand. So you're going right wing media. Right wing media is bad. Okay. My only crime is not parroting the NRA's every last word because Bernie actually is not very, uh, very anti-gun comparatively. Yeah. Progressives want to hear your actual plans, not just attacks in the right wing. Look, attacks, <sighs> attacks win. 
Attacks win wars. You don't win a war by policy yeah. and strategy. You win a war by you can. <laughs> we we got it. We got to do better. <laughs> we have to do better. Uh, no, go to the Midwest. Midwest, like yeah. where? Michigan, In Iowa, Iowa. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? We're only down two points. What are your thoughts on the recent truce of the Taliban? How will you handle the situation? Oh no. <laughs> We've got a small troop presence in Afghanistan. We should probably keep it that way. I'm confident the country will continue to gradually stabilize with a consistent but minimal investment from the United States. I'll make every effort to get us out of Afghanistan and in the war, but the way Trump has gone about it has been completely backwards. His recent deal does nothing but embolden the Taliban and their attempts to take over. It would be very unwise for us to pull back from Afghanistan at the present time. I'm going to meet with generals and national security establishment when I'm elected. We're going to come up with a plan. Hmm. We've tried to build Afghanistan into a stable modern nation for 20 years, spending over $1 trillion. It's time for their government to stand on its own without American troops. There we go. Ooh, the bottom, yeah. Get them out. Get them out. No more wars. No more wars. End the forever wars. Please, thank you. The end. Goodbye. This is a rather popular position among the general public. That's right. President Trump has repeatedly dodged the question when asked whether he will accept the results of this year's election. Do you have any statements to make? With minority voter suppression, Russian interference, social media misinformation, and the Postal Service's sabotage of mail-in voting, it could very well be 2016 again. Why is Trump worrying about it then? Let's just wait and see how this all plays out before we go throwing wild accusations at each other. I have every confidence this will be a fair election. If Trump thought he was going to win the election, he wouldn't be saying these kinds of things. I'm confident that we are going to win and that the American people will have full faith in the outcome. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump's rhetoric is extremely irresponsible and dangerous. What will happen when I win and Mike Pence refuses to certify my victory? That's something Bernie would never say, but I want to see what happens. So oh, let's go. Let's okay. go. This is a strong attack and a decent one. Many don't believe that Mike Pence would decertify. Oh. But it seems to have helped our numbers a bit. We're up in Iowa, up in North Carolina, up in Georgia, up in Ohio. Let's bring this thing home, Kay. Oh. Last question. Where do you want to concentrate your intention during the final days of, camp of the campaign? Bio in Pennsylvania? The blue-collar vote and bring up our economic platform in Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin. Oh, some sort of animal just made a noise. There it goes again. <laughs> Sounds wow. like some sort of cicada. Kayla, where do you want to campaign? Um, let me see. North Carolina, Florida, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Michigan, or Ohio and Pennsylvania? Uh... I think North Carolina, right? What do you think? It'd be really cool if we could win North Carolina. Yeah, but like overall, what are we trying to do? Well, overall, we want to get a bunch, right? That's right. We're doing good in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Right now. Let's do Pennsylvania and Ohio. I was thinking those, that yeah, too. Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yeah, they're the flip states. And we, we spent so much time in uh, North Carolina we did. already. Ohio and Pennsylvania will be critical. Best of luck. And we're at the results. Come on. Landslide. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Trump wins Kentucky. Yeah. No. No. Oh, it's taking its time. Wow. Yeah, it's it's, it's coming around. That means oh. Indiana's a little closer. Because, uh, you know, Kentucky... Oh, Indiana still has not been called. There it goes. Yeah, that, we probably did really well. Yeah, 53-44 in Indiana. Not too bad. Only mm -hmm. lost by nine points in Indiana. Trump wins West Virginia. Trump wins Oklahoma and Alabama. We win Illinois, Virginia, Maryland, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Trump wins South Carolina, Arkansas. We win New Jersey. Current tally, we just got to 91 electoral votes. Trump is at 76 right now. We just won New York, putting us over a big, big number there. Pennsylvania and Georgia have been called. Man, Georgia was called really early. We won 50 to 48 in Georgia. Incredible. 
We're at 185. Just one Wisconsin. Just one Michigan putting us up to 211. Yeah. Trump wins Ohio, which, you know, that was a long shot anyway, but we narrowed it down quite a bit. He only won by two points or so. Wow. Trump wins Florida. Trump oh. wins Texas. And we just passed 270. We just did it. We won California, all the West Coast, Nevada, Arizona, oh my God. Colorado, and Iowa and North Carolina still haven't been called yet. Hawaii. At this point, we're at 307. Alaska, Iowa, and North Carolina are all that is left that need to be called. And we've already done better. Hopefully, if we're able to win North Carolina, we'll have done better than Joe Biden. Uh, Trump wins Alaska. In real life, he won it by 10. In this one, he only wins it by about six points. We Iowa got North goes Carolina. To- Iowa goes to Trump just barely, 49.8 to 49.1. And yes, we did get North Carolina. We won 49.7 to 49.3. Wow. I think that's pretty close to what we actually did with Biden. Is that right? No, in real life, Biden lost North Carolina. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. So maybe hopefully that helps whoever was on the ballot for governor. Hopefully that helps them win a bit. Florida, I don't imagine we got close at all. Dude, we did better. Only lost Florida by about one and a half points. Mm-hmm. Lost Texas by about three points or so. Let's look at the final results. That's awesome. The progressive base is very happy, not only because you won, but you did so rather convincingly. It is likely you won much of the Midwest and perhaps a few states in the southeastern coast. Many on the right wing did not expect this and are absolutely distraught. Some <laughs> are even calling for the election to be overturned due to fraud. It is very hard to believe these allegations are actually true. You know what is true? You need to get ready to move into the White House to become the 46th president of the United States and move the country out of the pandemic into a more progressive era. You are quite old, though. (laughs) So time will tell if your advanced age could work against you throughout your presidency. However, if you can stay healthy and strong, you can get reelected in 2024. But there are no guarantees of that happening. Good luck. I'd like to say in real life, Bernie had a heart attack and continued fighting for our rights. Uh, Bernie is a national hero. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's still alive and he's he's still still more together, I think, than Biden. I think he's more together than Biden or Trump. Trump has become unhinged and deranged and paranoid. Biden is often confused and unaware of what is going on. Uh, Recently, he went to the John McCain Memorial in Hanoi. Fun fact, Kayla, there is no John McCain Memorial in Hanoi. There is a memorial to the fighter pilots who... um, Sorry, there's a memorial um, honoring the Vietnamese soldiers who shot down his plane. (laughs) Bad optics on that one all around. Uh, Kind of ironic, really. And he did this on 9-11, which is so peculiar. Like, really, who's in charge of his uh, scheduling? There's some there's some uh, issues there, I think. But yeah, we won 322 to 216. We got 85,461,734 popular votes, which came out to 53.3%. Trump only got 216 electoral votes, 72,924,097 popular votes, 45.4%. And then Joe Jorgensen getting a little over 2,081,000 votes with 1.3%. You know what's interesting? What's interesting? Tell me. This wasn't even that hard. Like this wasn't a difficult one to play. Which means that if the DNC would get their heads out of their you-know-what. Well, Kayla, you can't, you know, this is a simulation. Who knows what could happen in real life? No, I think we all know. I've talked to people. I've read We do all know. Bernie would have won. He would have won easily. It wouldn't have been no 3A. I was so tired that day. (laughs) The next day, going to work, I was so tired. How, how How does Biden just barely win this thing? Literally anyone else would have been able to pull off what we just did in this simulation, mm-hmm. flipping all of the states. And we, well, maybe not everybody, but definitely a good bit of people. Yeah. And we won these states 
they're not too, we're not waiting days and days on end for the results. Yeah. Nevada, 52-46. The real life vote in Nevada was a little closer than that. I'm fairly sure. I'm fairly certain it was a little closer. Same with Arizona, 50 to 48. Georgia, 50 to 48. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, that one was really close. That so that's reasonable close. because we flipped it, right? Mm-hmm. But Pennsylvania, 52-47. Michigan, 53-46. Wisconsin, 54-45. Minnesota, 56-43. Not even close. Even in California, for instance, 64-33. to <laughs> Fun fact, uh, the state where Trump got the most votes, I think, was California. Yeah. But uh, a lot of Republicans in California. You don't think about that, but it's true. There's a good bit of there them. Are, yeah, Just yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of Democrats in Texas that you don't think about, oh, but yeah. they're there. Anyway, thanks for- I'm feeling for, uh, the burn. Feeling the burn. Feel the burn. All right, well, everyone, thank you for sacrificing a portion of your time to listen to this program. Uh, like I said in the beginning, we do have more campaign trail co- episodes coming up. If there's other things you're interested in that are not campaign trail related, we probably have it on the show as well. I don't really know what this is about, uh, but it might be here. Could yeah. be here. Let us know. We will be getting a Patreon uh, shortly. We are? Yeah. Why are we doing that? Because Lessons I want with to Mike is money. free to the masses. Yes, yeah. The masses, Kayla. But we want to merchandise. Merchandise. Yes. What merchandise would we sell? The, your face on people's shirts. My face on people's shirts. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. I will. I'll have to consider it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Goodbye.